Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. So welcome to another fun episode of Brand Lover. I'm very excited to introduce you to this beautiful lady who I've known for a few years now, and it's been an absolute uh, pleasure and honor seeing her evolve and grow, which I'm very excited to explore today. Um, Sally Harding. Hello. (laughs) South Australian local celebrity in (laughs) circles. The name will be very familiar. Um, Mum of two, fitness instructor, founder of SA Mums in Business, networking um, business, and most recently, director of KX Pilates, Christie's Beach. How exciting. (laughs) So thanks, Sally. Thank you for being here. And I'm going to hand over to you right now and just ask you to tell us about you in your own words. Mm-hmm. Who is Sally Harding? What a question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have had such a different answer to this question a couple of years ago, but yeah. I think most people would be the same with, with COVID times. Yeah. Um, I am a mum of two, obviously. I'm from Kangaroo Island, so country girl at heart. Um, I moved to Adelaide when I was still quite young. So I feel like I matured quite early. Um, I had my kids quite young. Well, what some would say young as a country girl, probably not so young, but mid-20s. And yeah, I think I am someone that's just, I'm a total empath. I absolutely love supporting other women. I have really tight beautiful friend groups and you know childhood friends that are phenomenal but don't live close so I think that um that's sort of always been the way that I've gone about life is just trying to meet and and create new friendships and support groups and um, spread women's empowerment around the people around me because I didn't have uh, my tight-knit friend groups close by while I was navigating motherhood Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that like the, that, the best way to describe me is just a, I'm an absolute empath that just loves supporting other women and connecting with other people because I, I love to just be around other women and feel the energy of other people and just celebrate each other. So it's kind of been the way I've navigated all of my businesses and decisions has always come back to the same core values. Yeah, I feel like I'm not someone that can describe myself very well. <laughs> you did a beautiful job because, I mean, that's how I know you and that's how I see you. And, and I think that that's just honest and it's and it's beautiful. And I love that, that you've highlighted that as the motivator. Um, and you did mention businesses. So yeah. <laughs> entrepreneurship always on the cards for you. And how did it all begin? Such a good question. Um, I actually started in, well, started my career um, when I was 18 and it was in hairdressing. Uh, funnily enough, I yeah. was hairdressing. I did a makeup course. I was, uh, I hit fourth year in an apprenticeship. So that took me to about 20, 
two. And um, I just decided that I couldn't do it anymore. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. And that was probably like the first time um, in my life that I was ever like, I'm going to go against the grain here and, you know, disappoint, which wasn't really disappointing, but I thought I'm going to disappoint everyone because I don't care. And I'm going to quit my apprenticeship because I knew I didn't want to do it. Um, I had a drive for fitness, um, which is funnily enough, come back full circle now. <laughs> yes. Um, and I started a personal training course. I quit my apprenticeship, fully did a career swap. And that is when I sort of started, as you could say, an entrepreneur. I um, It kind of just was a bit of a snowball effect from, from when I was about 22 up till now, still going at 30. Um, I've just been through so many different directions in business and gone and pivoted between a few of them at different times trying to navigate where I want to settle which has brought me to now where I am but I obviously did my personal training Um, I started a personal training business out of a gym quite quickly realized I was probably not doing as well as I could be if I wasn't in a gym so I invested in the equipment and we opened privately um quite quickly realized there was more money in group fitness. <laughs> I just started to learn so many different things about business while I was living it. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason that I've, I've had so much uh, success as a sole trader, just me, myself, I've never expanded further than that because maybe I like my own company. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I just, um, I think it's because I've always seen when something's not working and I've not been afraid to just be like, well, that's not working. I'm changing that. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's what started um, the journey into founding SA Mums in Business is that I was in a successful personal training business and quite quickly realized that there was a massive gap in Adelaide for networking and support for mums in business and I was seeing a lot of communities that were gathering that were just women in business and um, or just people in business Um, but there was nothing specific for mums and my daughter was eight months old and I had an older son and I just thought that I'll get a bunch of my clients that were mums and see if we wanted to do an event. They were all very keen. And then their friends and friends of friends and friends were keen. And I started um, SA Mums in Business from that. So then I had two businesses at once, all of a sudden. Two businesses and two babies, because why not? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so, yeah, as a, you know, I would say an entrepreneur, then I was just bouncing between the two. I, I couldn't quite really settle on one. I just found it really hard to let one go or let one thrive and the other one suffer a bit because of the energy was going one direction. And then I've just for, for about two years bounced off both um, and was happy doing so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, what I know you that you saw the gap and you identified a need, obviously, that was, you know, for yourself, even as a as a young business owner with children in tow, navigating that whole world. And you mentioned 
um, that you thrive on connection and, and empathy and, and supporting others as well as something that fills you up. But what made you decide that this was a good idea to start a second business, especially when your youngest was eight months old? Did you realise what you were getting yourself into? No way. Um, <laughs> I, I've said this at many events and I'm sure a lot of your listeners would be people that have connected with me at an event or maybe have thought of coming to an event and yeah. we've had a conversation. I've spoke to thousands of women in just DMs that had never got to an event over the two and a bit years that I was running them. Um, but I never expected it to be a business. I The, the first event wasn't I wasn't a business. It was an it was an event that I was running kind of out of my uh, fitness business. You could say, like you know, you're set up with an ABN. You're you're running a small business, and I I just I hosted an event. So obviously, right. it it you know people attended, and I paid for it, and um, took tickets and stuff. And it was it was a business transaction, but I never thought that it would become something that needed a separate business name um like the event was called SA Mums in Business that was not that that was going to become a business name yeah um, it was I think maybe just before it's a bit hazy it was either just before the event or as soon as it was over that I said to my partner like I think I need to go and like register this business name like out of fear that someone was going to be like shit this is really <laughs> this is a good oh, idea um, I was petrified that someone would like get in underneath there. Um, so no, I registered the business name. Like after the tickets had sold, I was like, there's going to be more of these. I didn't really know what it was going to do. I had no idea what it needed. I was just like something mm-hmm. is needed here. Um, yeah. So I definitely fell into having two businesses and it was, after the first event, so we had 80 women come to that first one at Partridge House that I went on a very first holiday after having my daughter with my husband um, without the kids. And I spent like three days by the pool working from my phone. Yeah. Like a hot mail. I think it was like mums in business essay at, at Gmail or something. Yeah. Um, people were emailing me to reserve a ticket for the next one. I hadn't even set a date. And before I left Cairns, I had like 150 people in a notebook written, handwritten in a notebook. Um, no way to figure out how I was going to sell them tickets. Like I need, I, I had no idea how Eventbrite worked. I just had no idea what I was doing. Um, I had everything handwritten. I was writing back to every email, every DM. I remember the page just like went up like a thousand followers and like this is like you got to remember like this is like three days and I had like zero people on Instagram so it was just like it was so overwhelming because it was Adelaide it wasn't like yeah. your social media that's you know you know your personal one or like even yours Rach you can reach anyone in the world doing what you're doing you can mm. help anyone with branding anywhere no matter where they are but it was events in Adelaide so to to know Very that there away keen it was so overwhelming um and like you could check your stats at like 99.8 percent of an Adelaide following so I was like I'm, I'm hitting the target market like I just had absolutely no idea um what to do with that 
And it was when I got back from my holiday that I reached out to a couple of um, consultants and um, business coaches and things and friends that I had. And it was a very personal um, coffee catch-ups where I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't know. I don't have the money to invest. Like I had, you know, zero money. Like the event tickets paid for the event. I didn't take a profit, but I was like, this is a profitable business, but I don't know what to do here. Like, is events enough? Um, it was just such a strange time. So that's when my PT business kind of got pushed to the side because I was like, well, this works really well around, around my kids and I loved it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even host the first event. I had an MC. I had um, beautiful Kate Whiting. She she hosted as the MC for me. And I remember talking on the mic for like 10 minutes and I had everyone being like, we'd love to see more of you at the next one. Yes, I remember Um, that. Yeah. And so from that one on, I I hosted them all and emceed them all. And um, I just loved, I enjoyed it. The adrenaline rush, like I just thrived on feeling nervous and I just, I just loved it. Yeah. So you kind of accidentally built a personal brand around business as well. Yeah, I definitely did. I had my I had my PT business for about I don't know, like eight years, and um, I had like a thriving business. Like there was I had tons of clients. I was completely booked back to back. I had the most loyal, beautiful clients. But it was when I started SA Mums that I had people that would like be like oh you're the Sally from SA Mums and I was like it's so weird like I'm no I'm no famous I'm not a celebrity I wasn't even like popular on social media but it was just like people knew SA Mums and when I said what I did like you know four out of five people to the day would still be like oh I I know exactly what you're talking about you're that Sally yeah that was really weird um but it never felt like it was about me either, which was really, really weird. Um, people knew me, but they knew the business as a community, not as a person. Yeah. 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 I understand that. I understand that. And yeah, just so beautiful. And then um, help the listeners navigate what came, navigate them through, I guess, what came next, because it was not long after that. It was about a year after that when you, I guess, did you sort of get into the groove of hosting these events when lo and behold, um, a global pandemic where yeah. we couldn't actually host events. So how yeah. did you, how did you navigate that? Mm. Um, and I, yeah. I feel like the pandemic in itself was bad for everybody. Right. But yeah. um, there was, it was probably the pandemic that almost uh, threw me into thinking about what was in the future mm-hmm. and whether I enjoyed what was going to have to happen in the future. Yeah. Um, we've talked about why I did it and my values and, you know, my core values have stayed with me for like my whole business career and they're still the same now and they take me into the next journey, like supporting others, um women's empowerment or just empowerment in general to the population of the world like people that are around me I want them to feel supported empowered and ready to do whatever they they set their sights on I carry that with me wherever I go and I I'm face to face 
like that that's just me like this is like zoom is great and I'm sitting here looking at Rach while I'm talking but <laughs> it's not the same right and yeah. we had obviously everyone on zoom and everyone that is so knowledgeable in business and branding like yourself um marketing uh business coaches mentors all of it um we're talking about pivoting and everyone's pivoting mm -hmm. and I'm sitting back being like well not only do I need a pivot but I also am getting tons of messages from business owners that are panicked mm -hmm. and as an empath <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh I don't know if I can emotionally hold like hold space for for these women and so I had to step back for a week or so and just like look after my kids, um, you know, without going into too much detail. My daughter's very asthmatic. So there's like the whole situation of not being able to send her to childcare because specialists are telling me not to. And so I've got all of a sudden I've got my kids at home, like everybody. Um, yeah. But I was also getting everyone else's stress on me without them meaning to. So yes, because you've been thrown into this position. Yeah, it's a community. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even like, what do I do? It was just like, we have a Facebook group and, you know, Sandra and Jess still have that great Facebook group going and it's a support network online and it would be like, how are you feeling today? Mm. It'd be like comment after comment of like, I lost this. I just dropped out of this deal. I just had to spend this money. Can't get a refund. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't actually know. I, I had a fitness business and an events-based business. So I've lost both of those like everybody else, but I'm also trying to give people positive reinforcement. And it's just, it's like not needed. It's it wasn't going to benefit anyone me being like you'll be okay yeah because I'm like I don't know um and people aren't stupid either we're all mums we're all old enough to know that like you know we don't know what's going on we can't navigate it ourselves and you know when you're feeling a bit uneasy and someone tells me tells you it'll be okay you're kind of like don't say that to me yeah <laughs> Yeah, okay. a little patronizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I just had a like I had a lot of reflection time where I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to go about it? And yeah, it was really quite emotional and stressful. And then I thought, you know, I'll use my um, well the skills that I I believe I've got and that other people believed that I had, and I invested back in myself. I had been over the the years coming um and I launched into a little bit of a mentorship space a really small um group of women that I'd worked with closely before and that's when I started doing a little bit of one-on-one -on -one with people more along the lines of being able to navigate them and to the right place um, if they had websites to build or needed um, help in specific areas I would you know sit down have a session with them via zoom and help them navigate where they could go because I have this massive network of business owners that can support but it's like they don't know where to find the help and I was that trusting ear that could help navigate it mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people's problems were um, confidence based or something that I could help with so that was a, a nice period of time um, and then 
we launched back into events in November and I held an event. We had, our, we had our event in November, which was 60 people because of COVID restrictions. So there was like that square meter issue where we couldn't have too many, but it made the event really intimate. Um, it was the first sit down we had. Uh, it was just very different, but it was great. Um, but it was a big eye opener to me that it was going to be different from this point onwards and that doing that as frequent as I had been was not going to happen. Like there was no way. Um, people were not just not able to get out because of we were restricted, but then also there was a, a massive majority of people that just wouldn't because they didn't feel safe too. So I'd lost a lot of clients because of their you know, fear of, of being unwell and, and, and being, having to go into quarantine. So it was just like a reality check that the world's different now. And the way that I structured the business wasn't going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. So I did um, continue to do a couple more. I believe we did Christmas and then we had a small intimate event, which is probably still to this day, my favorite little brunch um and then I had an event in May which was this year May 21 mm -hmm. with Memfox and it was amazing and probably the first one in a while that didn't have any COVID real restrictions because we were able to we weren't wearing masks at that stage but it was um people were able to just have they were about to be a bit more close able to um stand up and get a drink and things like that. Um, and I kind of just felt like this is the one to go out with. Like, I just, I, I remember being there and just feeling so great and just being like, if, if I'm going to step away, I think it's going to be this event. That's the last one. Um, and I, I almost had a little bit of regret that I didn't, um, make that a little bit more uh, clear or just I feel like at that event if I had any regrets I think I, I did talk about like my goals my future what I what I want to see for SA mums what I'm trying to encourage and my vision and all of that which is what I did at every event mm. but I almost feel like people might have felt a little bit deceived by what came after because I did not let on to anyone that this would happen and when it did happen and I sold um there was a lot of people that were quite shocked everyone was very supportive but quite shocked like just had no idea that that would be what's coming yeah um, I, I just feel like um it would have been nice to have an event to let everyone know what was going on with me personally like we all know now probably if you followed me along along the journey. Um, so I'm about to open a business in January, which is so exciting. As Rach mentioned at the start, um, the KX Pilates in Christie's Beach. I'm in partnership with someone I've worked so closely with for two and a half years now as a dear friend of mine. Um, and that sort of came about about six months prior to selling, which was about, you know, four months before the event we had in May. Okay. Um, and that sort of was the outcome of me realising that COVID had changed the way that I structured SA Mums and that what it needed was not something that I was passionate enough to provide. Mm -hmm. um, so I had 
obviously a massive fitness background. I had a fitness business that I'd let slide for SA Mums in Business, Mm -hmm. which was the right decision then. And then COVID made me rethink that because I was going to have to completely restructure what I loved about SA Mums to make it work. Mm. So it made money because we got to feed our kids. And I just didn't really want to go down that road because, you know, I've said many times in this in this podcast, but I absolutely love connection, face-to-face connection. I love feeling people's energy and being surrounded by them. And it was just not the way that it was going to be um, in the future. Mm. So, um, yeah, obviously I went down the path of, of selling SA Mums in Business after that. And it was the right move for me purely because I was able to seek out the new owners and it was a decision that I made based on who they were as people. I, I almost could say that I'm 100% positive now that if I hadn't done that back then, I don't really know if it would still be going or if someone would be resurrecting something from nothing and having to start something brand new, new name, find the community again and potentially see the gap again and, and start mm. to scratch. So um, the way that um, Sandra and Jess, who are the new owners of SA Mums in Business, I'm sure everybody knows that. <laughs> Great. Um, the way that they're going about it now is amazing and it's exactly what it needed. And I could see that a year ago and just knew that that's not what I was up for. It wasn't Um, aligned for you anymore. No. Yeah, I love that you recognised that and were able to let that go. Yeah, I mean, it's just this evolution of everything and it's never going to stay the same forever and Mm. you need to evolve and change. And as we know, pivot was the word of change. Yeah, yeah. I did pivot, but I pivoted. I, I didn't pivot the business. It was just yes. that for me personally as a person. Um, I was like, this isn't the way that I want to see my future go and bring my son. He's uh, five. He's starting school next month. And I was almost like more busy and stressed trying to navigate how I would outsource the, the things I didn't like doing for SA Mums in business so I didn't have to do them but it was almost stressing me out more figuring out how I'm going to outsource all these different things like if I was just to step back and let someone else completely take control um, that was almost less stressful much more emotional but it felt like a bit of peace for for everyone and I could just I'm very good at moving away from something when it doesn't work and like yeah, I clearly about yeah <laughs> um it's a it's a strength of mine is to just kind of be like that's you know it's, it's not giving up and I think that's what's important like for other people like if you feel like it's not working and you're going to step away is it, there's such a difference between being like, this is too hard, mm-hmm. I give up, hands in the air. Um, for me, it's been like, this doesn't feel right. I'm not aligned with this anymore. It's not working for my family. It's not making me happy. It makes me feel X, Y, Z. 
if I can make it work by doing something different, then why wouldn't I do that? And just honouring myself in the, the community made me so happy. The, the history I had with SA Mums made me so happy. I have so many proud memories, like hit so many business milestones, things I never thought I would get to experience. I got so many um, opportunities that were presented to me that didn't eventuate because of COVID, but just like I could really feel that this was so much bigger than me mm. and it didn't need me to keep going. It just needed like people that were willing to do the work to change the structure mm. of the business and they've done that amazingly and i really commend them for it and I love following along um because it is amazing so this like I sort of see it as the strength isn't found in plugging away at something that doesn't feel aligned for you any anymore Mm. you know that real strength comes from recognizing what's actually going to light you up and letting go and that even though it's hard it's incredible like I can see it in you um since we've chatted after it's incredibly empowering um so I guess my last question would be after having gone through this incredible journey for the last 10 years even um what would you recommend to someone who is currently running let's say a successful business but maybe they're feeling like you and they're feeling like they're having to fit maybe they're like a square peg in a round hole, not find, finding that it no longer aligns with their own personal values and life vision. Perhaps they're feeling a little bit of pressure because this was what they started and they feel like they have to finish it because society tells us that's what we should do. What would you recommend to them? What would you say to this lady? Mm, I always think about this type of stuff because I feel like, when I started to think about pivoting around COVID and what it needed, I was listening to a lot of external noise. Mm -hmm. It wasn't coming from me. I I was thinking like my head was saying it should, it, it needs this, but I was never going to action it. And then I would have an external party be like, this is what you should do. And I'd be like, yes, that's exactly what I've been thinking. I'll do it. And then a week later I'd be like this is so stressful why am I even doing this I don't enjoy it and it's like I'm wasting like not wasting but I'm spending eight hours of the day when I could be doing other things um that I enjoy but I'm doing this because this person said it would be good for the business so Mm -hmm. I found myself like that and I always think about other people now that would be just living that type of um situation um, I think it's so important to completely block out any other external noise that you're hearing about your business mm-hmm. um, because it is not about other people and it's always just going to be your problem. Like it, no matter what happens with your business and how successful you are and how many people you help, which is amazing, it's always just going to be your problem and your family around you if you're not happy and your family's not happy, but everyone else out there is happy because you're, you know, giving them what they need and you're on social media and you're giving them all these amazing free things and your business is killing it and, you know, you've got free ebooks and um, 
workbooks and courses and things going on and you're sitting there chugging it out super miserable mm-hmm. why are you doing what you're doing and how much longer are you going to be able to do it for um I honestly have just always trusted my gut listened to my head but then kind of followed my heart with everything regardless of what my head's saying like if if you're sitting there and it's a financial reason find a solution because you will like I I can't tell you the amount of times that I've gone without income for a period of time but somehow made it work Mm. my happiness and my mental health and my family's mental health um no money is worth that for me and I think that COVID could teach us a lesson with that we all can survive if we really put our mind to it if it is really important to us um money should never be the reason that we're doing something we don't enjoy and yeah it it, I, I can't even explain to you like I have I have invested quite literally all of my savings we have sold things we loved we have worked our butts off for things and now sold them to open the business I am opening next month and there is not a bone in my body that is annoyed that I'm driving a little Corolla from 2000 <laughs> because it's not forever. And I am just so incredibly happy to be living something I thought was incredibly impossible, um, you know, to have a, a beautiful team we've put together now that is going to open with us and to be, you know, giving the the southern community of Adelaide the opportunity to experience uh the brand that I love um and be a part of that growth in SA it's something I never thought I'd be able to do because of money so for me to give up businesses that I built from the ground because I wasn't scared of you know potentially having no income for a little bit and having to navigate like random little bits of of payday here and there um I know that it's going to pay off because I'm doing what I absolutely love and enjoy it like if I don't look like I'm enjoying it other people aren't going to want to be a part of it or around me but also if I'm not passionate and love what I'm doing I'm not going to sell to anyone Mm. um no one would come to yeah you know, I can just I can just imagine me right now, like trying to, you know, fake it till you make it, doing online um, courses and masterclasses and all of the things that it needed. That's not me. Mm. Like, I'm the person that can facilitate the experts to do that. Mm. But if I'm spending Monday to Friday nine to five doing the coordination, I'm not living what I'm here to do, mm. and that connect people empower people support them like face to face be around them like change people's change people's lives like I I I feel like the time I spent with SA Mums in Business is a time that I'll cherish because like I I founded that from nothing and it was something that was so needed at the time Mm. I have I'm now empowered to to feel like I was able to change a lot of people's lives in that time because Absolutely. they were yeah. and they 
and a community that's still there now and it's doing an amazing job but just in a different way (laughs) yes there's seasons for everything and I'm Mm -hmm. and I'm yeah I mean I'm I feel grateful to have witnessed this incredible transformation in you and see how lit up you are about this next phase and yeah I'm excited to see that all unfold um so when is KX Pilates Chrissy's Beach opening and where can we find you where can we follow keep following the Sally Harding love that um so we open on the 22nd of January without fingers very crossed um yeah all looking to be very very positive for that but yes definitely in January you'll find us down there it's currently under a fit out at the moment which is coming along very well um so it's all very exciting so Christmas and New Year will be nice and uh, low key for me this year while I just patiently peek through the windows and <laughs> construction comes up. Um, so yes, end of Jan, um, we have Instagram and Facebook for the Christie's Beach studio. So you can just find us on social media at KX Pilates Christie's Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, me, myself, it's just my name. I'm on social media still as Sal Harding. So if you want to keep in touch with me, especially if there's any listeners on here that have been part of SA Mums in Business and may have not seen me for the last six months because I just stepped completely away, please connect (laughs) with me. Um, But I do also hope to get around a couple events in the the coming years and support the girls. I think that um, I'll definitely be sort of launching back into the the networking schemes across SA and just getting around all the local businesses again because I've just had that sort of six-month period to step away completely and I'm really looking forward to to getting connected with everyone again and seeing what everyone's up to. But, um, yeah, for now, I'm just living and breathing the life down at KX Pilates Christie's Beach. It's beautiful. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing all of those wonderful insights and learnings and hopefully empowering some of our listeners to really tune into what their intuition is telling them and following their heart and make decisions that, you know, ultimately lead to enjoying their life rather than slogging it out. So thank you, Sally. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.